But what it is, is how do you feel on the court? How confident are you? Do you feel like you're performing to your ability or are you performing under your ability? And even better, are you performing above your ability? Um, and are you doing it more consistently? And that is something that comes from the athlete. It can come from the coaches and the parents as well because they're watching, but especially the athlete. Welcome to the Mindset Coach Academy podcast. I'm Lindsay Wilson, and I am a high-performance mindset coach, a mom, a former professional athlete, and an entrepreneur. I help coaches and high performers optimize their mindset to improve their coaching, their performance, and those of their athletes, and their lives. Here, you'll learn all about mindset, how to live it, how to teach it, and how to sell it. All right, guys, we have a very special guest today on the Mindset Coach Academy podcast, Nate Daniels. Hi, Nate. Hey, how you doing? Thank Good. you so I'm, much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so excited. We talked a little bit. You're at Next Level Athletics and then your strength and conditioning. We're going to talk about how those meld together. And uh, as usual, we have lots of things to talk about as mindset coaches. But I think um, really I would love to dive into how you have expanded what was your sports performance, physical training into, we were talking about being sort of, you were the unofficial mindset coach and now you're making it more official. And I think a lot of our listeners are mindset coaches already. Like they are that person that people are asking because we all know that the, that the game is so mental. And I want to talk a little bit about that, but before we do, tell me who you are, where you're at, what you're doing, and then we'll get into it. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here with you. And uh, my name is Nate Daniels. Um, I own a, a sports performance training center called Daniels Sports Performance. Uh, I've been running Daniels Sports Performance for several years. And throughout that training where I train strength and conditioning and speed, agility and quickness development for field and uh, court athletes. Uh, throughout that time, uh, we got tremendous gains on the physical aspects or what we call training effects, the direct result and how physical changes uh, happen with your numbers as far as your metrics, your jumping, your sprinting and your lifting. We got tremendous uh, gains on that side for our athletes. But I would get so many questions from athletes, specifically parents and coaches on how to deal with the the other aspects, or I like to call intangibles, things off the court or even on the field or court um, that don't have to do with the physical aspect. Um, and I found out throughout my career, you know, I, I played all the way through prep ball, the youth ball and high school, college into the professional ranks that the higher that you go, the, the more the mental uh, side of the game affects your performance. And even if your aspirations aren't to be a high level elite athlete, uh, the mental side of the game can affect your preparation for competition. And it can also uh, affect the way you perform for the good or, or for the bad. So I wanted to make it official because I was fielding so many questions um, from, uh, again, parents and athletes and coaches anyway. So I made it official several months ago and, and registered the business which you see behind me, Next Level Athletes. Um, and so this uh, Next Level Athletes handles the, the mental part of the game. So I love talking about this transition because, you know, we're the Mindset Coach Academy. So we have a lot of aspiring mindset coaches. We have a lot of people that are teaching these mindset skills already very unofficially, like as you probably were, it's like after practice oh, or after a strength or calling you up or texting you or whatever. So what led you, what was the purpose of making it more official? Because I, I imagine you were already doing a lot of this work when people asked you those questions, right? And Absolutely. tell me what the motivation was for really making it more official. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. Um, the main things why I wanted to make it official was one, like we kind of alluded to, I was doing it unofficially anyways, yeah. because I, I would get so many questions. Uh, and the, the main reason I wanted to make it official, because I wanted to help as many people as possible. Um, I was helping mainly my athletes and athletes in this area. I speak to teams often and athletic directors and things of that nature often, but I wanted to be able to help people not only in this uh, Richmond metropolitan area, but all across the country and even possibly across the world that were struggling with the mental aspect. Um, so I thought that I could provide value. Um, and then, uh, you know, because I've been coaching so long, as we talked about, about 15 to 20 years uh, now, it sounds weird to say that out loud, <laughs> but it's, it's been a long time. Um, you know, I, I, I wanted to find a way that I could be compensated for my expertise. You know, I've put a lot of hard work into developing my coaching style and, and, and acquired a lot of knowledge, not only throughout my playing career, but having a mental coach myself throughout my college and professional career. And I wanted to help. And so that's why I created uh, next level athletes. Yeah, that's great. And I think, I mean, have you noticed, I mean, so I think there's to me from the outside, there's often like on both sides, when you make it more official, I mean, even so much as saying like, we are going to have a mental training session versus like, Hey, let's talk after practice. And to some degree, I think that first or that latter of like, let's talk to after practice can be less intimidating for some athletes. Right. Mm -hmm. But then I think there's also like this idea of like holding space for like the mental training is important. We are going to take time. This is the container. We're going to do it. And I think that makes us as mindset coaches take it more seriously, but I also think that it allows our athletes or parents or whoever to take it more seriously. Have you noticed that at all? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I feel like in today's uh, environment, again, with the professionalism of youth sports, especially, um, parents get it. You know, 20 years ago, yeah. they might not have gotten it. Yep. Um, it's a 12-year-old baseball player. But nowadays, um, these these um, parents are getting strength coaches for their kids, speed coaches for their kids, technical development coaches for their kids. They play travel ball, practicing four times a week with tournaments. So they're all in and they yeah. understand the mental uh, component and how it can help you to perform better at the highest level. And a, a lot of parents do get it. The kids definitely get it. Um, and I think it's, again, it's the perfect time with the atmosphere in, in sports to, that uh, parents are finding value in it. Yeah. Um, I just want to sort of bring the attention to what you just said, because I think one of the things that um, a lot of coaches that want to be mindset coaches or want to have a side hustle or want to make it more official, I see a lot of them worried that people aren't going to invest in this. And I think what you just said is they are. <laughs> I think, right. you know, it's like, yes, we have to find the right people, but people are spending a lot of money on these physical things. And we all know the mental side can, can screw it all up. And so I just want to bring your people's attention that are listening to this, because really when people say that they're more worried about their own ability to, to deliver versus what people are willing to pay for. Absolutely. Um, and, and it just comes down, do you provide enough value? You know, mm -hmm. if you provide somebody enough value, they will feel that the investment is worth it. If they don't feel that the value is is high enough, then they they may not. Um, and one thing from uh, my, my granddad, you say just being in the saddle long enough, meaning just doing something long yeah. enough is you get enough affirmation from the people that you're working with to know when you do make it official, you'll be able to continue to do the same thing. Right. So again, over decades, I've talked with parents, coaches in a one-on-one -on -one aspect, seminars, 
um, yeah. talking with teams. And I've gotten so much affirmation from people saying, wow, coach, you know, this has really it allowed me to be more confident or play more free or, or, or really helped me to handle my anxiety and perform at a higher level. I've gotten so much affirmation from them that I knew that when I did make it official, there would be a market for it. Yeah. And I felt that people would uh, find enough value in what I've provided because I've done it for so long. Um, so it wasn't a thing where I wonder if people will think what I'm saying is valuable because I've already have, uh, have gotten that. Not because I think that of myself, but because I've gotten it from not only players, but coaches and parents for so many years. Well, that's what we all say in our yeah. certification and everything is you got, you got a fish in the pond you're in, right? You have existing right. athletes right in front of you exactly. that are asking for this kind of support and you're giving it to them. So now you're making it more official. Okay. Give me a test case. Like think of your, your most latest client. I'm Cause I'm really interested in the business component of like, you talked about you saw the need for mental training and, and mindset coaching and wanted to make it more official. And that was one of your reasons. And then you talked about the monetary component to be, you know, your expertise to be compensated for your time. And I imagine also differentiating yourself and getting the results for your clients, differentiating yourself from your competitors. I mean, there's a lot of people that are doing a uh, skill trait training. What, um, give me a test case and like how that person maybe even comes to you and how you have that conversation about the value and even how you package it. I mean, how, like, are are they put together skill training and then mindset training? And like, how does that work exactly? If you, if you don't mind sharing that. Right. No, that's great. Um, so with next level athletes and Daniel sports performance, and again, Daniel sports performance is the physical aspect. I try to keep them separate. I have not infused them yet as far as a package with a two or combined. They're two separate brands. And at some point down the road, I definitely do plan to fuse them a little bit more, but I wanted to make sure I differentiated them and made them stand alone on their own. Um, so I, I try to keep those separate. Um, as far as how I market or package them, um, I, I, um, advertised through social media um, and also the current athletes that I have, which is a, a big stable in, in, in this area uh, and, and around in Virginia that are already aware of me, uh, that already did come to me. I just proposed it as an official um, avenue or vehicle for them to get continued mental training. So I'll get parents and athletes or coaches to come to me for a variety of reasons. Uh, one parent just came to me two days ago as far as um, the, her kids are a track runner and wants to to run at the next level, but she didn't feel like that her child was committed enough and understood um, the dynamics of what it's going to take to be a collegiate athlete. So again, that's us sitting down on a sports strategy call and me fielding questions for them and actually taking them through step by step and letting her know what it will take for her through recruiting, what it will take through her, through the physical aspect as far as training, what are the rigors and demand of being a college student athlete? Because again, yes, they can go Google stuff, but there's nothing like talking to somebody who's been through it yep. and, and, and having that face-to-face -face interaction in Q&A to give them the confidence to say, you know what, I can do this or uh, this isn't, isn't quite for me. Um, so walked them through it, uh, answered any questions that they had about specifics, uh, told them the pros and the cons. And, and if, if they're going to be successful, this is how they would be successful. If they were to fail, these are probably the things that would be roadblocks. Um, and the kid uh, found great value in it. The parent was pumped up because, again, as, as we know as parents, you could say something a million times, but coming from another person, oh, okay, now now I believe it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so after that initial sports strategy call, uh, I'll set up uh, either regular calls as they uh, as an as-needed basis 
or we can have maintenance calls where we're checking in, uh, whether it be every two weeks, every every four weeks, and that's completely uh, up to the to the parent. They can buy packages uh, of of sessions, and again, most of these sessions are done just like kind of how we're talking now via yeah. Zoom. Um, there are some athletes that I have in here that we meet in person, but normally it's it's in, in this medium just like this. And what is a typical package? As far as how much does it cost? If you're if you're comfortable sharing that, but also yeah, just that's no problem. Yeah, yeah. So the initial, uh, as far as the initial, is just thirty dollars, where we just sit down. That's the initial meeting where we yeah. sit down, or you know, over the. Um, over Zoom and discuss, and then from there it it, go, it goes up from there. If they're committed, it is a hundred dollars um, for the uh, session. This session is forty five minutes, um, and again the the packages are um, designed around what their needs are. I, I get such a variety around wide range of questions. You know, it, sure. it's kind of, I could just kind of keep naming different scenarios yeah. and people will come with me. I could talk for 20 minutes on all the different scenarios. Uh, we had talked before some kids or some parents will come to me and say, my kids saying they want to quit. They've been playing since they were five and they're burnt out or yeah. my kids practicing well, but just not able to perform. Um, and I will prepare for that meeting contingent upon the questionnaire or contingent upon the, the initial the meeting, um, and I will be prepared to answer those questions and also my advice or what I like to call action plan, things that they can do to improve upon uh, the whatever it is that, that their, their ailment is. Um, and just through my experience of going through so much myself yeah. and working with athletes for so long, there's really not a scenario that I haven't seen, boy sure. or girl, depending yeah. on the age. And then yeah. it's that, like, when are you seeing the results? Like, I mean, I always, you know, in our certification, we talk about it a lot. It's hard to, to get you know, the light bulb can go off and change happens slowly. And then all at once, like someone can have yeah. one session and get something great out of it or three sessions. But what do you, I mean, but I also, I think you also have to manage expectations. So typically if someone comes to you with a problem, I mean, how many sessions do you tell them it's going to take potentially? Um, I don't tell them how many it's going to take. What I say is I'm here for you to help. And as long as you uh, have questions to an get answered or you feel like I'm providing value, I'm here for you. You reach out when you need to or here are our packages. Feel free to, uh, to purchase them and you can use those at your discretion. Uh, right. We could do them every two weeks, every four weeks. Now, the thing about mental health or uh, mental toughness in the, uh, as far as the athletic realm is it's not as intangible as our plus minuses or not as tangible as our plus minuses and the strength and conditioning, sure. what I call plus minuses, how much time we take off of your yep. strengths, how, how many inches do we add to your vertical? We, we can see that when we do our combines in here for testing days. This is about how you feel. And obviously you can look at metrics as far as, okay, my, three-point shooting percentage has gone up or my batting average yeah. has gone up. But there's a lot of factors that go into that. Sure. I would never take credit for yeah. um, your free throw percentage has gone up. I'd, I'd be silly yeah. to take credit for that, yeah. nor would I. Uh, but what it is, is how do you feel yeah. on the court? How confident are you? Do you feel like you're performing to your ability or are you performing under your ability? And even better, are you performing above your ability? Um, and are you doing it more consistently? And that is something that comes from the athlete. It can come from the coaches and the parents as well because they're watching, but especially the athlete. Because uh, I know um, I um, suffer from something in college called kind of sophomoreitis, sophomoreitis yeah. where I had a lot of success my freshman year. I started as a true. So, yeah. uh, and you get a little you know, little uh, ego with you and you're feeling good about yourself. And sometimes you can slide backwards a little bit because things came so 
I don't want to say easily, but came, yeah. success came so quickly to you. And so the mental health coach really helped me get back on track. Um, so, and I felt that, you know, yes, it, you could see in my performance, but you know, I was a defensive back in college. So you're not going to see like, oh, you went from three interceptions to five and you're not going to see it there. You're not going to say, Hey, you went from 50 tackles to 75 tackles. You don't know, but I know how I felt that my confidence was back. I felt like I was executing a high level. I felt like I was more focused. I felt like I was excited for game day. It wasn't stress as stressful as it once was. Uh, so through those conversations, you kind of ascertain you know, if, if you feel like it's valuable enough for you to continue, if you feel like you're good, then we can just check in for maintenance. And magic wand, how would your next level athletes business be run? Who would you work with? What would their, what would it look like to be trained with them? What would that, what's your five-year plan for that? Yeah. So as far as the next level athletes and how, who will I see working with any athletes that are competitive athletes from about eight, eight years old to nine years old, all the way through professionals. And I want to help as many people as I can. You know, as of right now, it's just me as far as the mental health. I have coaches that help me with the physical aspects. Yeah. But if it comes to a point where, you know, my, my caseload is so, so, um, you know, cumbersome that I don't feel like it can help as many as I want, I would definitely entertain bringing on other um mental health coaches, uh, sports uh, performance coaches, as far as the mental health side. And the goal is just to help as many people as I can. Um, and, and that that's really it. As uh, as success unrolls, you know, plans change and, and things may evolve, uh, but getting going out of the gate, that that's the initial plan, just like I was as a player, just to continue to get better, uh, you know, each day with it. And do you think that you'll combine the, the mental and physical more, or do you think that this will be the thing that you do more? Do you have an idea? I think that I will. Um, at this point, my goal is, especially for the first year, is to just keep them as separate as possible because it is kind of, I don't want to say confusing, but when you've been doing something and branded as one thing for a long time, I just wanted to make sure that I had a different brand, a different color scheme, and that I kept them kind of separate. Um, but then at some point, I will kind of fuse things. And uh, I do let people know about it when I get new families signed up to the gym and uh, through physical training with our speed classes and strength classes. I do let them know that it's out there, but I also do let them know that that is a separate deal. Uh, Next Level Athletes is not Daniel's sports performance. It is two two different deals. If they wanted to um, get into Next Level Athletes, that's something that we could talk about. Yeah. Um, you know, not to get too much in the coaching, but I've been doing this for a while. And I think Absolutely. That, that combo is going to be dynamite. Absolutely. And because I'm sure you have people that know, like, and trust you with Daniel Sports already. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I, I do motivational speaking anyway. Um, so I, I've been doing this a while and I felt that there was value in it that I, I felt I could provide value. In it, and I felt that there was a need. Um, and uh, so that's that's why, you know, I created it. Um, and it's been great so far. Um, I've had people reaching out from all over and, and I hope I can continue to help, you know, as many as I can. So, again, there's going to be a lot of people listen to this that are dreaming of being a mindset coach. And mm -hmm. many of them already have a foot in their door, whether that's they're doing skill training like you or physical training, I should say, um, right. or they're doing skill training or they're a coach or they were a former athlete and they're coaching their kids team. They're in sport. They usually have a foot in sports, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe they want to start their own business, but maybe they just want to start somewhere, right? right? And start like maybe a side hustle, get a couple few, few paying clients, show them that they show themselves that they can do it, as you mentioned. Tell me a little bit about that process for you or, or looking back, is there something you would do differently? How would you start? What worked? What didn't work? Because I think yeah. that, you know, going from unofficial to official is not a small thing. No, it's and a I big think, deal. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that, um, 
but I think that there's steps along the way, right? Absolutely. And so I'm interested in sort of your evolution from just doing the physical, but uh, and then unofficially doing the mental into having your own business on the mental. If you could yes. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely can. It, it's been a long journey. It's been an evolution. Um, so a lot of this stems from my playing career, where I really first got the desire and passion to speak to groups, uh, specifically athletic groups. Um, as you know from your athletic career, when you have any type of success athletically, people want to hear from you. And it's all different types of means. So uh, youth coaches like FPYC was where I played youth football, and basketball, and baseball. They would have me come back and talk at their coaches seminar. They kick off each season with they get all their coaches together. And it's kind of like, all right, let's start yep. season starting. They would have me talk. Yep. Uh, they would have me come in and talk to teams. So this started for free. You know, this started me just getting yes. experience and getting responses. Wow, these kids seem like they're pumped up. They're really into what I'm saying. These coaches are nodding their heads. They're appreciating me being here and getting my insight and asking me questions about how I prepared and how I dealt with mental adversity. So for years and years, I got this affirmation and I was doing it for free. No one was telling me to come into, you know, this elementary school and, and they weren't paying me for it. Now I am a paid professional speaker. Um, I just did one two days ago where I was at uh, elementary school and did a book signing and, and, and did these things and I'm paid to be there. But uh, for years, I wasn't. So the first thing for anybody is don't be so proud that you're not willing to just get experience. Like there's yeah. nothing wrong with just putting yourself out there and getting experience. And once you've got enough uh, uh, affirmation from these people and you've got a resume built up and you've got video uh, and content that you've accumulated of you speaking to groups and wow, some of the things she or he's saying is insightful. I want to hear more from that person and, and you get a social media presence, then you it's a lot easier to make that transition. But if you're just going from sitting in your living room saying, now I want somebody to pay me, that's a, a tough road. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm saying Get some experience. Put yourself out there. Speak to some local teams, coaches, athletes. Do it for free. See how it works. Get some content, video of you speaking to groups. Mm -hmm. uh, get a little bit of a social media presence. And then that transition will be a, a, a lot easier, in my opinion. How was it? Uh, the, the, speaking si the speaking stuff aside, how was it to... Now, you had the experience of running a, a, a business already and charging people yes. for sessions yes. or whatever, that yes. you, however you package your, your physical training. But how was that transition from, hey, you know, athlete, we're going to talk a little bit after your training session or I'm going to take a phone call from you. How was that? And was it difficult or how did you go about then saying, OK, now I'm going to charge? <laughs> you know, like, was that a mental shift? How did that go for you? Were you scared? Was it hard? Tell me all that. Um, no, it wasn't hard. And for me, even though it is something that is hard, I'm not minimizing the fact it is yeah. a very big deal and it's very challenging. I'm just speaking for myself. And all I can speak for yeah. is my transition. For, for someone yeah. else, it might have been more difficult for a couple of different reasons. One, you just cited. I run a business daily where I'm selling my business uh, on all different levels, whether it be on uh, social media platforms, whether it be here in person in the gym or doing outreach stuff where I'm running combines or camps out, right. outside of it. So I'm used to doing sales for my business. Yeah. So um, the hardest part about it uh, for someone that that um, that might not is having enough confidence in yourself and your ability. 
that's where it might be a barrier for somebody. But again, the confidence that I've acquired is from time in the saddle for doing it and, and getting that. So that helped my confidence to sure. be able to say, hey, instead of me doing this for free, I, I want to help you, but I have some, um, I, I like to call some knowledge in the area that I feel is valuable. This is how I can help you more officially. This is how I think I can provide more value for you. And these are your options here. And again, it just comes down to, do they feel like it's valuable enough? If they do, they will take that step. And if they don't, that's not who you're speaking with anyway. Um, and if, if you if you believe in yourself enough and you have enough knowledge and you continue, you'll find the people eventually will work out where you'll find the people that your your niche or your your target market. Well, you know, I think the the fact that you said uh, value so many times is not lost on me. I think that's a really, really important part of all this is like making sure you are ready to deliver. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what it comes down I to. I, I, know, I know it's like a bre broken record, but when you're in business, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, uh, that's what people are going to pay for. And that's why yeah. we, and that's selling with authenticity and integrity as yeah. well. But the main thing is, is that you actually have something to offer and, and you're trying to help people. And if people feel that way, if you have something to offer and you're actually trying to help people, it's not just about money. I'm not just doing it for the money. I'm no. fine without that. I wanted to help people because I saw that there was a need um, and, and, and that's how it came about. Well, I love that focus, though. It's And, and I think that there's that's the balance that I see a lot of people struggling with is like, how do you balance the idea of being able to help people and make money be compensated for helping people. I think a lot of our coaches have to sort of get that straight in their mind that it's okay to do both. And in fact, in order to build a business that is sustainable, that is not just a hobby that people take seriously, that you take seriously. Uh, it actually behooves us and our clients to increase that value and deliver and also be paid for it. Absolutely. I know that it's a scary leap for a lot of people, and that goes for any business that you're in, whether it's ours or anything else. Um, but when you're going into business, you have to believe in your ability to help people. And that needs to be your number one priority is to help people um, and to provide as much value as you can. And if that is literally your goal, and, and that is what you strive for every day with every client, with every interaction, it will shine through and people can tell when you're genuine and you're truly yeah. trying to look out what's best for them and giving your expertise to try to help that. And then the second thing I would give and for advice for anyone trying to do this is that you have uh, valuable information and you have expertise that you've built up through the years. And again, every every is a case by case. Everybody has different experience, but you deserve to to be compensated for your expertise, and that's what a professional does. You have a service or a product, and you're compensated for that service or product because you've earned that right over years or however long you've been doing it uh, to to command that compensation. Mm -hmm. uh, and like I said, if you provide value and you remain confident in yourself, you'll find the right people that will uh, you know that will utilize your services and 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 vice versa. I feel like that's some of some of the what the work we do in the certification people come and then they're like, oh, I've been doing this for 20 years or 30. Now I understand how to put it together, in which case I can deliver more value and I have more confidence. But to your point about like doing it for free, whether that was like officially for free or if it was just as a part of your coaching, um, understanding that those are success stories and you've gotten that experience um, under your belt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, um, never be afraid to just go out and get experience any way you can. 
you know, I know that's like a lost thing. Everybody wants to be successful overnight these days and everything. But this, I know my experience didn't happen like that, you know, and not many people who ever have been successful for a sustained period of time have just acquired any type of success overnight. I know it didn't happen with my gym. I mean, I was training everywhere. Uh, you know, I was training yeah, yeah. in a gym, you could say. I, I was yeah. there. Um, and the same thing with the, the mental health side as far as athlete-specific and sports performance training. So, yeah. yeah. Well, this has been so insightful. I know there's a ton of coaches that are probably scribbling notes right now, trying to figure out how they're going to do the same thing that you did, which is go from unofficial to official. I have five rapid fire questions to finish us off, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Go for okay. It. What info are you consuming? As far as? Anything. What's going anything into your brain right now? Anything about anything? Anything about anything. Um, I love to learn about athletes' journeys. I love to learn about their journeys because it's full with adversity and overcoming yeah. adversity. So a lot of people will consume all different stuff. I love to hear personal journeys. So uh, that can go from uh, uh, coaches that are coaching at the highest level or uh, athletes that have played at the highest level. I love to know their genesis, their, their arc, yeah. and what they've accomplished. So I consume as much as I can anytime I can figure out that because what I tell my athletes all the time, yes, you have to make mis mistakes to learn from them. But what's even better is learning from others, you know, not yeah. just the successes, but uh, their failures as well, uh, because it will help you to succeed or, or face that same adversity. Anybody's story in particular lately that's been insightful? Um, you know what? Uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. I loved what happened to him as far as his, the insight that he showed, his mental toughness. He had, uh, was at Alabama, was starting quarterback for Alabama, and a, a quarterback came in that was younger than him, that he actually got benched um, and, you know, had to go through some things there. And it was an awesome teammate and then ended up transferring and, and made it to the NFL and then made it to the Super Bowl. He overcame a lot. And I just loved his attitude and how he focused on, you know, when they would ask him, why didn't you pout and things of that nature? He said, because my job is not to think about me, it's to be the best teammate I possibly can be. Um, and I just love, I love that story. But That's there's a mental a toughness right there. He's just a, a mentally tough young man, and but that's just something recent because it was in the yeah. Super Bowl. But, cool. Uh, okay. You know, uh, what are you creating? Creating as far as anything. Athletes. Anything. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm creating a lot. That's a that's a loaded question. How much time you got? Uh, <laughs> I'm writing my next children's book uh, that helps nice. athletes overcome um, uh, mental health. Um, challenges as far as in their pursuit of um, uh, along their athletic journey. I'm a children's book author. I have two books out currently. So you want to be a pro is the story of Devin um, in his pursuit to be a, a, a American football player. And then um, also Bella, who's a basketball player, is a talented young lady, uh, shows you her journey as well. So I'm working on my, my third installment of that. Uh, that'll be out this year. Uh, it really shows the journey uh, of a young person, a student athlete. And, uh, if they want to be great, how how to exactly do that and some of the obstacles will be in their way uh but it's very digestible for a young person it kind of puts it in context for them um and the, the response to the first two books were great and i'm so excited to share this third book uh, uh with people as well that's awesome mm -hmm. um what's one ha uh healthy habit you do every day pray i pray every morning first thing i do when i get up and the last thing i do before i go to bed uh a lot of people jump on their phones and start flicking through whatever they click through. Uh, that time belongs to my faith and my family. So I, nice. I take time with my faith uh, and then I take time for my family. And uh, that's that's how I start my mornings and, and end my nights with my nice. faith. And my Beautiful. What is your next big leap? 
My next big leap is just to try to continue to do what I'm doing. I'm very happy with what I'm doing and uh, I'm very blessed with what I'm doing. I was growing up, I had so many coaches and athletes, or excuse me, coaches and mentors that helped me uh, chase my dreams. And I, I get to do the same thing for kids that were just like me growing up. Yeah. Um, so I, I couldn't be happier. And so I just want to continue to grow and help as many people as I can. Uh, what is bringing you joy or wonder right now? Um, same thing, helping. I, I love helping. I get an intrinsic, uh, in, in, um, intrinsic uh, value uh, and, and great feeling when I help someone and I see them succeed. We had signing day for a kid that's running track at Xavier the other day here. Uh, another kid's playing football at the University of Richmond and just to hug their parents and to dap them up and hug them yep. and see them on that day here at Daniel Sports Performance. There's no better feeling for me. I just yep. love seeing other people win and, and being a part of it. Uh, I never take credit for anything, but just being a part of that journey and seeing these young people achieve it to me, uh, as far as me, there's just no better feeling. Amazing. How can our listeners learn more about you? Uh, yeah. So as far as uh, next level athletes, they can find me on um, Instagram at next level athletes uh, official as an underscore official. Uh, they can go to the website as far as next level athletes. It's next uh, level dot, uh, dash athletes um, and they can reach out through any of those mediums there. Um, I also have a YouTube show uh, where I go over different topics that yeah. that's around normally youth, high school and college sports. We haven't really delved into professional sports because, as you know, that's a whole nother uh, animal there. No, but, I checked it out. I love I love the topics. Everybody yeah, should definitely look at that in the show notes. Thank you for that. Just yeah. getting started on there yeah. so they can check out, you know, Next Level Athletes YouTube. Uh, and I'll be doing YouTube shorts and, and small uh, shows on there as well. And uh, hopefully some of that information will be beneficial. Nice. Well, thank you so much for your time, Nate. I know people just got so much out of this. So I appreciate you taking the time and we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me again. Absolutely. Take care. Hey, if you love this episode, make sure to check out all of our free and paid resources over at positiveperformancetraining.com. You want to take mindset training to the next level? We got you. But here are three more specific ways. If you want to take mindset training and live it more in your life, definitely subscribe to this podcast. We send out bonus episodes. We have our mental Mondays. We have interviews and training episodes. Definitely subscribe. If you want to teach it, meaning taking it to your athletes or your clients, I highly recommend Psychology of Competition. Again, you can check that out at positiveperformancetraining.com. It is a great course that will teach you and your athletes how to have pre, during, and post-competition routines to up your performance. And if you want to learn how to have a mindset coaching business in order to sell mindset coaching, highly recommend signing up for our waitlist for our next certification cohort, which usually opens about once a year. But in the meantime, go to positiveperformancetraining.com and check out our ultimate mindset coaching toolkit. Well, it will show you exactly how to get started with your first mindset coaching clients. Again, go to positiveperformancetraining.com for all of our free and paid resources.